0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, August 5th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. A judge this afternoon upheld Governor Mike DeWine's health order prohibiting the sale of alcohol at bars and restaurants after 10 p.m. Attorney Ed Hasty argued virtually this morning that bars and restaurants have already been devastated by the COVID-19 pandemic and that DeWine's order is an unconstitutional overreach. The COVID-19 pandemic has crushed this industry. Rule 80 will be uh, another nail in the coffin to to really put this industry under. The judge ruled in favor of the state of Ohio, which argued regulations already in place were not enough to help stem the spread of the virus. Governor DeWine yesterday pressed lawmakers to pass a gun safety bill his administration recommended nearly a year ago in the wake of a mass shooting in Dayton that left nine people dead. Brittany Bailey has the latest. It's
1: roughly two months after the deadly shooting here that the strong Ohio bill was introduced. That bill was designed to cut down on gun violence, but many argued that it would not do enough. That bill stalled out in early December. I talked to the bill's sponsor about what's next. This bill uh, reflects the importance of the Second Amendment uh, while also appreciating that there are some amongst us who should not be uh, carrying or have access to a gun. Senator Dolan says he does hope to pick up that hearing process again this fall and work really hard to get this bill passed by the end of the year. I'm Brittany Bailey.
0: When it comes to fall sports, parents have worried a season will not happen or that a new health order would force kids to be tested before every sporting event. Kevin Landers got some clarity from the governor yesterday.
1: The health order signed on Saturday says athletes must be tested 72 hours prior to competition. That had parents mystified as to how that was even going to happen, and they worried about how they would even afford it. I asked the governor to clarify what that order meant. It was not intended for high school students. We don't have the ability to do that kind of massive testing today. As for the status of fall sports, the Lieutenant Governor says he's still working with OHSAA on the plan. Reporting from the State House, Kevin Landers.
0: When it comes to testing, new data shows Ohio has slightly improved, but still trails most other states. Tracy Townsend reports.
1: Data compiled by the Associated Press and the COVID Tracking Project. Well, that data shows that Ohio has increased testing this summer, but we still trail 37 other states when it comes to testing for this novel coronavirus. Pennsylvania, well, fared worse than our state, ranking toward the bottom, along with Hawaii, Wyoming, and Colorado for least amount of tests per 1,000 people. Ohio is the 13th worst state as it relates to COVID testing. I'm Tracy Townsend.
0: An Ohio lawmaker hopes his legislation called the Eviction Crisis Response Act will bring temporary relief to a half million Ohioans who he says are facing evictions because of the COVID-19 crisis. Yolanda Harris has more with State Representative David Leland.
1: The legislation calls for the spending of $270 million or 10% of the state's rainy day fund to create a program for immediate rental assistance. It will allow people to pay rent owed all the way back to April 1st, not just a single months' rent. We're just trying to help people who are in a very, very tough situation. They didn't create it themselves. They are, they're the victims of the of the COVID crisis. They're in a very tough situation. We're trying to help them uh, in a one- or two-time basis to try and get them out of this. 510,000 Ohio renters did not make their rent payments in July, up from 342,000 in May, according to the Coalition of Homelessness and Housing in Ohio. The National Low-Income Housing Coalition says it will take 26 billion in rental assistance to stabilize Ohio's at risk renters.
0: I'm Yolanda Harris. The Big Ten has released its college football schedule. ONN's Paul Keels has more.
1: The Big Ten Conference announced the 2020 football schedule today if a season does occur. The 10-game slate will start Labor Day weekend with Ohio State opening on Thursday, September 3rd in Illinois. The Michigan game set for October 24th in Columbus with Ohio State season finale. November 21st at home with Iowa and two bye weekends, October 3rd and November 14th. Ohio State set to start their summer camp practices tomorrow. This is Paul Keels on the Ohio News Network.
0: The National Association of School Nurses shows about 25% of schools don't have a nurse at all. Pete Scalia says health awareness will be crucial during the coming school year.
1: The American Academy of Pediatrics recommends every school have a nurse. While they're there to take care of sick kids, Kelly Wagner with the Ohio Association of School Nurses says everyone at home also plays a role. If they're not 100% well, don't send them. You know It will benefit them, it will benefit everyone around them. Wagner says nurses will have access to PPE, and an isolation room where a student will have to go if they are showing symptoms. I'm Pete Scalia.
0: Anxiety is running high for parents who are preparing to return their kids to daycare. More from ONN's Tracy Townsend. Child care
1: centers are able to fill their classrooms once again, but they are taking a lot of precautions to keep the kids and the employees safe. We're keeping the children protected. We're taking temperatures when they're coming in. We're doing wellness checks. We're looking the children over. Um, we're making sure that they're safe. We're safe. We keep the parents at a distance. Pediatricians say if you're curious about your child care center's policies, be sure that you ask. I'm Tracy Townsend.
0: And one of the most revered figures in the history of Cleveland television has passed away. ONN's Dave James reports.
1: Longtime meteorologist Dick Goddard died yesterday, according to his daughter, Kim. The Akron native had been ill since January after a bout with pneumonia. He was living in Florida. Goddard spent more than five decades at Channel 8, but began his career in Cleveland at Channel 3 in 1960. He moved to Philadelphia in 1965, but soon returned to Cleveland. Goddard created the annual Woolly Bear Festival in Vermilion in 1973, and the state passed Goddard's Law in 2016, which increases penalties in Ohio for
0: animal abuse. Dick Goddard was 89. Dave James, ONN News. Goddard retired in 2016 at the age of 85. Special thanks to our affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett